And my fellow Pennsylvanians. This state's electoral votes are key to who wins the presidency, and both of the candidates know it. We win Pennsylvania, we win the whole deal, you know that. Just like last time. But states like Pennsylvania are going to be incredibly important. The only thing left on the board is Pennsylvania. The president cannot get to the finish line without the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. One state all four candidates are visiting today is Pennsylvania. Its 20 electoral votes are highly coveted, and the Keystone State could end up being one of the determining factors in the this is our last mini episode, and I appreciate all of our diverse listeners continuing to spread the word about Pennsylvania kitchen table politics. Our final pre-election episode is going to be with Congresswoman Mary Gay Scanlon. She has great insight on Democratic GOTV operations, not only in her home county, that's Delaware, but also in Montgomery County and Philadelphia. Now, much to our surprise, this all-volunteer part-time production, that's, that's us, Pennsylvania Kitchen Table Politics, remains the only podcast about Pennsylvania politics. An even bigger surprise is when we look at our listening data and we see downloads from places like Sri Lanka and over 40 states. So less than a week to go before the polls, more than 1.4 million ballots out in the mail. Where to begin? Well, let's take a start uh, with the new Muhlenberg College poll. This was conducted after the Senate debate. It was both John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz at 47% each. You should absolutely tune into our episode with Professor Chris Borg, who runs the Institute of Polling up there at Muhlenberg. He unpackages this new poll and discusses their September poll, where there was a five-point margin, as well as other points um, about the whole polling operation that Muhlenberg has put together, and certainly taking a look at other uh, polls, which seem to be coming out by the hour. It was a great discussion, if I do say so. Now, speaking of Allentown, which for those Sri Lanka listeners, that's where Muhlenberg College is located. Team Oz is campaigning with Senator Toomey up there. They also have a stop together in Elizabethtown in Lancaster County. The Shapiro Davis team kicked off a bus tour in Erie. Now, bus tours have been pretty common in Pennsylvania politics. You saw this in 2018 with Governor Wolf and Senator Casey. What's not as common is to have Democratic candidates stop in places like Clarion and Clearfield County. These are rural counties. They're deep red. So kudos to the campaign staff building out the bus tour, building out the crowds at these stops. These are spots that Democrats don't often go. So thank you also for listening to uh, all the Shapiro staffers. uh, um, And thank you. I really know that you tune in and appreciate our show. So similarly untraditional, if I can use that word, maybe it's the wrong word, Doug Mastriano has his, quote, Restore Freedom Tour. And on Sunday night on Academy Road in Northeast Philly, He's going to be joined by Mercedes Schlapp. Um, I just meant on traditional and that a Republican candidate going to the city of Philadelphia in the final few hours. Now, the Eagles are not playing Sunday. Um, they are on fire, by the way. And uh, that's just another pointer for our listeners in Sri Lanka. The Eagles are the Philadelphia National Football League team, and they're undefeated. But what was also somewhat untraditional is the flyer for this event, this Restore Freedom Tour in Northeast Philly on Sunday night, was in German. Part of it was literally in German. I don't know how many people speak German in Northeast Philly, but it caught our attention. Now, no idea what happens on Sunday night at that event. I can guarantee, though, it will be quite different from Josh Shapiro's uh, stop in Philadelphia this week. He was at the Philly Cuts Barbershop. He shared with CNN viewers a great bit of advice for any candidate, quote, never bullshit about sports, end quote. Now, besides Mercedes Schlapp, there's all sorts of non-Pennsylvanians that have been or will be visiting Pennsylvania. 
Quick rundown. Former Vice President Mike Pence, he was with Jeremy Schaefer and with Congressman Dan Muser. The former wants to be a congressman. The latter is in a very safe seat. Bernie Sanders will spend part of his weekend in Pittsburgh. The Shapiro and Fetterman campaigns seem to have scheduling conflicts and will not be campaigning with him. Of course, uh, the two of them will be campaigning with President Biden, uh, President Biden, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, President Biden and President Obama, um, both of whom are going to be visiting the Commonwealth. And as noted last week, President Trump is also visiting Pennsylvania in the final hours of this campaign. So news from two races that remain pure toss-ups, literally some of the only toss-ups on the map across all 435 districts. Congresswoman Susan Wild and her opponent Lisa Scheller They've both won. They literally have the distinction of cumulatively dropping, I'm sorry, topping, dropping, either way, it's been a long uh, few days, listeners, $24 million in spending. These campaigns in total have spent $24 million. That's a Pennsylvania record. So in a way, they've both won. Chris DeLucio and Jeremy Schaefer were supposed to debate, but it was abruptly canceled as apparently Jeremy Schaefer was ill. We wish him a speedy recovery. The debate last week uh, was on a KDKA stage. Now, listeners know that we are closely following the state house and Senate races. Many are pure toss-ups, and I'd encourage you to listen to our recent conversation with Jamie Parapato, where we go race by race of the hottest contest. One of them is a new district, the 14th. I remember Stephen Colbert saying the fighting 14th uh, in the Lehigh Valley. Nick Miller, the Dem candidate for this state Senate race, is up against Dean Browning, the Republican. They debated on WFMC. The event was organized by the local Chamber of Commerce. Listeners might remember the name Dean Browning. He made national news for all the wrong reasons a while back, and he's been on the ballot several times. And if for some reason you're bored in this final sprint, take time, look up Dean Browning. You'll find plenty online. But I do appreciate that they took time to be on a debate stage. I think that debates are the bedrock of uh, any electoral campaign. You know who's not bored? Bryce Harper. The Phillies are taking not only Southeast Pennsylvania by storm, but I think they're making all Pennsylvanians proud. A friend of the show, Jonathan Tamari, the Inquirer reporter, he reminds us that Dr. Oz has spent $27 million of his own money, and Tamari also has pointed out that that is more than Bryce Harper's base salary. Go Phils. Two final points. Both have to do with the role of our judicial system. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court is down to justice. We all continue to mourn the loss, the sudden loss, of Chief Justice Max Baer. The court now has only six justices. I think for listeners who are not in grade school, that's an even number. And this makes settling any election-related lawsuit quite difficult. We saw another wrinkle uh, about all this on Tuesday, one week before Election Day, when the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ordered county boards of elections to, quote, refrain from counting any absentee and mail-in ballots received for the November 8th, 2022 general election that are contained in undated or incorrectly dated outer envelopes. Sounds nuanced. I have a feeling we're going to be seeing ripple effects for many days after Election Day uh, related to this. Now, last point on the rule of law. A candidate running for state house, Democrat Richard Ringer, was assaulted at his home in Fayette County. This was the third time in two weeks that police have been involved. He was bloodied. He was knocked unconscious by his attacker. This is not the Pennsylvania that I grew up in. This is not what our founding fathers envisioned. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Pennsylvania Kitchen Table Politics. Take a minute and leave us a rating and review on your podcast platform. Please also consider following us on social media for updates and announcements regarding future episodes and new guests. You're political, so I am sure that you're on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. We are too at PA Political Podcast. Visit our website, papoliticalpodcast.org, and send us your feedback about this episode and suggestions on future guests. Until next week.